Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. By the way, you probably noticed I'm wearing my, a Led Zeppelin shirt today. I did notice that. All right, quick story. When I came in this morning, uh, Mateo, who's one of the young kids who works here, is working overnight at one of the other stations. Yeah, you, he's also one of our street team guys. You've seen him out there. Yeah. Super nice guy. And uh, he goes, oh, cool Led Zeppelin shirt. And I was like, thanks. He goes, uh, that's not as legit as the Led Or he, he goes, I'll bet that's a lot more legitimate than the Led Zeppelin shirt I have. And he was thinking that I had gotten this at like a concert in the 70s or something. And I said... This is not all that legitimate. I probably got this at the same place you got yours. And at the same time, we both said, Target? <laughs> that was the answer, yeah. If you've ever seen these, they are very, very available at yes. Target. They have that section of T-shirts, of vintage T-shirts, they call it. There's one, uh, and it's a famous meme that goes around uh, on Facebook, and I really, really want this one. It's a, um, It says Led Zeppelin on the T-shirt, but it's a picture of Kiss. That's and I, awesome. And I, yeah, see, it's it's a, it's a misprint yeah. of some sort or somebody's amazing Photoshop job. Yeah, but it's in like a Walmart or something like that, and it's and it's hanging on the rack, and it's and and it's of course the meme is how could anybody possibly make this mistake? I don't know that they did. Right, I, it, I, but it's easy to do if you want to mess with your computer. But uh, but but if that's a real thing, I want it in a double X. Yeah, so badly. No, that's great. Yeah. I, and I, you know, this T-shirt is, you know, a couple of years old, I think. I don't have anything from the 70s, I think, as far as clothing goes. Uh, all right, I'll give you that. Yeah. I, 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 I yeah, don't know. I, I don't, I've never seen you wear anything like where you were like, yeah, I got this at the Allman Brothers show in like 1979. Yeah, no. Oldest piece of clothing I have is probably a son's sweatshirt that dates back to probably 1990. That's still pretty old. Yeah, yeah, and it's held up really well. All right. Unlike the Suns, who are in the playoffs this year. Yeah, yeah don't forget that. You, you're used to knocking them, but they're going to, you know, they're doing great this year. They start up on Sunday. Time for our inner music nerds to yeah. come out. We actually had a summit here in the studio as to whether or not we should actually talk about this guy. And then we went down the list of how many different songs he played on and we thought, well, how can we not mention it? Because when somebody this notable who is actually unnotable passes, yeah, you, you should note it. You don't know his name, but you know his work. Now, in Leonard Skinner's Sweet Home Alabama, they, mush- they mentioned the Swampers from Muscle Shoals. This guy was one of those guys. He was one of the session musicians in this studio in Alabama that everybody used to go to, especially back in the 60s. It was ridiculous. Guy's name is Roger Hawkins. He was the drummer for so many tracks. He just died at age 75. But And here's one of the things. A lot of these times, these guys, like the Muscle Shows guys, and what's what's the guys out there in uh, in L.A.? The guys that were... The Wrecking Crew? The Wrecking Crew. These guys were called in by record companies to fix or make records sound better so that the people that are currently ensconced in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will look good. There are a lot of people who are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that rode in there on the backs of guys like this. Yeah, it's kind of, it's very true. Uh, like Roger Hawkins, for instance, if you go back to 1966, a number one hit from Percy Sledge. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The drummer isn't. Right. How's that right. work out? So, you know, that's a, again, the drum, I actually, I love the drumming in that song. Yeah, fantastic. You don't know, you know, you don't always think about the drumming, but there are some songs where, where you do. Um, Wilson Pickett is also in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mustang yeah. Who's the drum, who's the drummer on this record? Same guy, Roger Hawkins. Yeah. Guess you better slow 
of course, you know. Uh, That's a great groove right there. That's yeah. a, you know, he's in a groove. In fact, that guy, uh, Roger Hawkins, is on a couple of Wilson Pickett tunes. This is one that was not as big a hit, but we all know it. Yeah. Listen that drum, man. Land of a Thousand Dances. Great song. Same guy on drums. You still hear this at every college basketball game yeah. and football yeah. game in yep. the world. Yep. All right. And another- but he's, by the way, this is Cool Jerk. Oh, yeah. It's, it's also good. Um, another very, very well-known song that you still hear was by a, a singer that they're featuring. Uh, like, there's all kinds of biopics or biopics coming out about her. There was just a series about her on, a, on a, one of the channels. Aretha Franklin. You know this song. What you yeah, this guy's a very important drummer. Roger Hawkins is playing drums on this song. He's on almost as many hit songs as Ringo Starr. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. ridiculous how many records this guy has done. Now, you say to yourself, well, he hasn't been on anything recently. Those are all the old, old, you know, 60s, 50s, and 60s tracks, right? Wrong. Yep, he's that drummer. Yeah, same guy yep. is on this song also. Just take those old records off the Yeah. Roger Hawkins is his name. Yeah, it's, and it's, he's he's pretty big. He's kind of a big deal. Yeah, and you know the thing is, we were talking to. He doesn't get any money off these songs anymore. You know, he didn't get them because they he wasn't a writer of them and he didn't get points in them. He was a salaried musician. He yeah, sat, he sat in a studio all day. That's that was his office. He they, would, Bring his drumsticks in at nine and leave at five. They got what they call union scale. You know yeah. the joke, the joke in uh, 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 the Blues Brothers movies where he goes, "Hey, you guys got your union cards?" That's literally what it was. Yeah. It was these guys were studio musicians who sat in there and they said, "Okay, who are you recording for today?" It could have been Carol King. It could have been Bob Seger. It could have been Wilson Pickett. It could have been Andy Gibb. It doesn't matter. It could have been anybody that day. It could have been Pat Boone. That was a bad day at the office. <laughs> We are here, man. It's Friday. The weekend is here. So we once again bring you the Mark and Neanderthal weekend movie pick. This one goes back to 2010. I saw this in the theaters and I came out. I was like, damn, that was a good movie. Yeah. And and, and being from Boston, <clears throat> it was a big deal for us because not only was it Marky Wahlberg in that movie, but it was about Mickey Wad and Dickie Eklund. Yeah. Um, which is uh, the fighter. It, yeah, it's called The Fighter. <clears throat> and it's a biography loosely based on Mickey Ward, but really more about Dickie Eklund. Yeah, let's get the plot. The Fighter stars Mark Wahlberg as Irish Mickey Ward, a boxer who's trying to escape the shadow of his older boxing brother, played by Christian Bale. As Mickey climbs into title contention, family drama escalates like crazy. By the way, his mother in the movie is super annoying and kind of skanky, but she did win an Oscar. Yeah, it, it's she it, did. It, here's the thing about Mickey Ward. He's an afterthought when it comes to to boxing, for the most part, with the exception of the three greatest fights of the 90s. And they are Mickey Ward, Arturo Gotti, who's no longer with us. But if you are a boxing fan, you already know about that trilogy. If you're yeah. not, that is Mickey Ward's claim to fame. The other thing is Dickie Eklund um, was the subject of, do you remember High on Crack Street or Crack in America? It was a thing that was on HBO. Uh-huh. And yeah, it was about the crack problem in Massachusetts. In Lowell, Massachusetts, yeah, yeah which is what Lowell was mostly known for. Uh, it's, it's kind of a pit. It's kind of a, a, a downtrodden area. And Dickie Eklund was a great representative of that era of Lowell, Massachusetts. Uh, Melissa Leo, by the way, plays the mom, and she did win an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. She's in that. awful. Um, here's a, here's a scene where where she and 
this horrendous pack of sisters of Mickey Ward's. Uh, they come to Mickey Ward's girlfriend's house because Mickey's been staying there, and the family thinks that Mickey is now ducking them. Why are you hiding from us, Mickey? I'm right here. I ain't hide from nobody else. All we ever wanted for you was to be world champion. Mickey's a grown man. He can think for himself. Shut your mouth. Skank. Don't call me skank. I'll rip that nasty hair right out of your fucking head. Mickey is my What did I just say? What did I say? It, it descends into a brawl on the front porch then, of a rental house, and Mickey and Dickie go. Uh, <laughs> Mickey goes out the back window and runs away. It's a. It's a. There's all kinds of stuff going on in this movie. It, 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 you know what? Christian Bale is phenomenal. He yes. won an Oscar also for Best Supporting Actor. Yep. A- Amy Adams, who plays the girlfriend, was up for the Best Supporting Actress award that Melissa Leo won. So it's it's loaded with great performances. It is arguably the best boxing movie of all time and certainly yeah. the best boxing movie since Rocky. Boxing scenes are terrifically done yep, yep. and I, I went back and watched a bunch of the fights on YouTube and I was like, that's just the way they did it in the movie. Yeah. It's really, really, really good. It, is it trained to Busan good? Hell yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it yep. is. And, and again, if you watch after watching the movie, then go to YouTube or even before watching the movie and watch some of the rounds of Mickey Ward and, and Arturo Gotti. It is boxing brutality done in a beautiful level. Yeah, no, it's, it's great stuff. So The Fighter from 2010. I had to drop the dog off, Patch, at a uh, a kennel recently, you know, or what it, they called it a pet resort. Right, but, sure. Yeah, it's a kennel. Yeah, you know, bo- she boarded for three nights, and I can get into the reasons in a little bit, but um, it was difficult. It was the first time ever I was doing it on a Saturday, Sunday, and Monday night, and I was going to pick her up on Tuesday, and I, you know, I was talking to the girl who, who brought her, and I was like, you know, I can come back Monday if I need to. Come back early. <laughs> Just let me know if there's a problem. I, it's, see, and now you know I never take vacations and go anywhere because I, w- I don't want to board my dogs. It, it's, a, it's a tough Especially thing. Especially when they're rescues because when they're rescues, um, if any time you bring them anywhere and you leave them and you, they feel like they're being abandoned, they're being getting, you're getting rid of them again. See, I felt, a li- you know, I felt lousy as I drove away and I was like, well, I could call them every day and see how she's doing. Oh, you're that I was guy. Like, I was like, no, I'm not going to be that guy. Um, you're a and, helicopter dog owner. Is yeah, what you right. I, I'm, I'm sure... Th- See, we have Steve on, who's done this kind of work. Right. Um, S- Steve, you with us? I am. All right. right. So, Steve, h- how crazy do owners get regarding their dogs when they get dropped off? Or, or I think you did the in-home pet sitting type thing. Correct. And I think the craziest situation I ever had was where a client wanted us to microwave the uh, food for 11 seconds, not 9, not 12, but 11 seconds. Sure. And then it had to be placed on a certain tile in the kitchen sure. facing a certain way. Yeah, you get a feng shui for the dog. That's 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 absolutely. And this is the thing. This You go into people's homes and do this, right? This is a little bit different than the pet resort thing. Uh, what is the most annoying thing anybody has ever done with regard to like after you've done and said and and pet said their their pet did they ever come back to you and say what did you do my pet is is traumatized um, absolutely i mean we've had people come back and they say what did you do i mean our our dog is won't eat in this position he'll he'll only go over here um <laughs> and a lot of it was is that you know, the sitter that, that we had would put the food down and not where they wanted it. Um, but they ate. <laughs> right. Eventually they're going to you eat. Know, I, 
Or which is yeah, worse? I think a lot of it Go is, is training, the, training the owner and not the dog. Sure. <laughs> uh, which is worse, dog owner or cat owner? Uh, cat owner. All right. Which huh. is worse, uh, dog owner, cat owner, fish owner? Uh, cat owner. Dog owner, cat owner, fish owner, horse owner. Horse owner. Horse is more expensive. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, horse, you get a lot of money yeah, into that. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Yep. Dog owner, cat owner, horse owner, fish owner, bird owner. Uh, absolutely. And without a doubt, bird. Why? Do the birds really? back talk you? Is that is that why? <laughs> uh, no. I mean, people will put down instructions of, you know, you have to speak to the bird uh, for an hour during this period of time. <laughs> what? An hour? With the bird. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They talk God. to their birds. I mean, they have conversations, full conversations well, with their birds. Have, oh, has my it, God. Has the bird ever divulged something that you, like, maybe you took a phone call <laughs> while you were at the house, and then they got home, and, and <laughs> like, let's say Mark's a bird owner. He gets home, and he goes over to his bird. Okay, Polly, what happened? Hey, do you know Steve's a cocaine dealer <laughs> yes. on the side? <laughs> Nothing like that, no. All right. I have had a conversation repeated with my wife. Uh, oh, excellent. Has, oh, it, has a bird ever sworn at you? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Steve, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. Not a problem, guys. You guys have a great day. All, All right. right be safe. Care. There you go. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, board, I don't board my dogs. Yeah. See, I boarded the dog because my, my wife was going out of town for something, and it would be very difficult for me to take care of the dog having to come in here because she's used to a completely different schedule. Because my wife is taking care of the early morning stuff. And I figured, you know what? We're going to try and go away in July. We're going to have to board the dog at some point. Let me give her a warm-up. Three nights. Shouldn't be too bad. And she's actually fine. All right. So. All right. Well, I, I, I don't, again, I I have so many special things. Like, my dogs have special needs. You know Ace is kind of nuts. I know. They gotta, you got to microwave the food for yes. 11 seconds. Well, I know, Paul. I will tell you, you have been on the phone with me when I've been down on one knee feeding beating Lemmy by hand. You know, so if you, you know, <laughs> if you're if you're one of these people who actually works in the kennel, you know, just Yeah, I want to hear got, from a kennel if person. If you got any other stories like that, it's 480-470-KSLX. Like a pet hotel person, somebody yeah. like that, give us a call. It is time for another edition of Mark and Neanderthal, Consumer Advocates. Letting yeah. you know about the latest phone scam. Yeah, we get, one, we get these all the time. I can't even believe that people would fall for this one. But Well, if, if people didn't fall for it, it wouldn't work. Here's how it goes. You get a robocall at your house. All right. It tells you a box of drugs and money being shipped has your name on it and has been intercepted. The call then prompts you to press 1 to speak with an agent who asks for your bank information. Now, I will tell you, I know somebody who shall remain nameless who actually did have drugs sent to them from another another country. And what happens is it does get intercepted by uh, the DEA and they send you a little letter with a little check yeah. on it. And then they and they put a, and the box is sent to you in that package empty with an explanation as to why it's empty because they seize it. The box makes it to you, but it's an empty box with a little note inside that says, by the way, we have intercepted these drugs. Yeah, I mean, whatever happens, nobody's calling you asking for your no. bank information no, they over are the not. phone. That's, it's, if, I, if it was me, I, I'd be tempted to hit one and speak to an agent and be like, yes, my account number starts with letters. It's F. You see, <laughs> you know. Here's my here's my account number: one, two, <laughs> yes. three, four. Your mother is 
a stinking, you know, it's, I mean, you just it's go something on, like yeah. that. Yeah. Just, just this to is, screw with them. This is a mess. Why would you ever fall for that? Or, you, or you, you press one and you go, uh, you know, you sit there and they go, uh, hi, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I understand you guys have uh, found some drugs and they're being sent to my house. Yes, they are. Um, can you hang on one second? And you just put the phone down. Right, away. exactly. Yeah. There's, there's a million ways to screw with them yeah. if you feel like taking the time. But just know that's out there. Mark and Paul, dumbass of the day. Yeah. So Stephen Alford is a 47-year-old from Round Hill, Kentucky. Ah. He's a very busy boy this past Saturday. How so? Uh, less than a week ago, Stephen was driving on the Bluegrass Parkway. Which I think would be in Kentucky. It makes sense. Yes. Synergy. Around 1230 in the afternoon, testing the limits of his 2015 bright yellow Ford Mustang. That's a noticeable vehicle. Yeah, yeah well, won't draw any attention at all. Yeah. Um, and that makes sense because Steve's last name is Alford. All Ford, man. He's got Ford right oh, in his last name. I see what you did there. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. Stephen, Stephen was pushing that car so much, police started getting calls about a man driving insanely fast on the Bluegrass Parkway. I will bet that's what it sounded like. And he was driving insanely fast. Okay. As they started the chase, police clocked Stephen at 143 miles per hour. Well, what we've learned there is his, that a Ford Mustang will do 143 miles an hour. More than twice the 70 miles per hour speed limit. So that's aggravated speeding or criminal speeding, if you will. That's an arrestable offense is what that is. It's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it took miles and miles and miles. But finally, Stephen pulled over and gave up because uh, he ran out of gas. Oh, which is awesome! Don't start a police well, again, chase if you're, if you're, you know, if you're under, if you're under a quarter of a tank. It's. I was just going to say, if you can do 143 miles an hour, just remember, those tanks aren't very big. Your gas mileage might suffer just exactly. a little bit. Just a little just bit. Just not the most economic driving no, style. No, and uh, even still, Stephen did refuse to get out of the vehicle for police so they could arrest him. They they did help him out. I would have loved to help at the same time. <laughs> I would think they probably <laughs> helped him out with vig- vigorously <laughs> yes. helped him out. So check out the laundry list of charges. All righty, let's go. Ex- exceeding the speed limit by at least 26 miles per hour. <laughs> Fleeing or evading police. <laughs> Reckless driving. Four counts of wanton endangerment of police officers. Driving too fast for conditions. Improper passing. Obscured license plates. Resisting arrest. And finally, he was driving on a suspended license, which is awesome. Yeah. Stephen ran the table on that one. Yeah. I, and I'm sure you're thinking, God, this, this is an incredible story. Just unbelievable. I didn't know they had cars in Kentucky. <laughs> they do. Yeah. And but they, don't have, Alford, they apparently don't have any red lights. <laughs> Stephen Alford was driving one, and that made him the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. We think that was a beautiful story you just told. And it was sponsored. By Roadrunner Harley Davidson, now open at 159th Avenue and McDowell in Goodyear. There are so many shortages going on right now. Lumber, steel, plastic, all kinds of materials. But, what, you were going to mention another one? I just would like to say, personally... The struggle is real. I experienced the shortage of this item yesterday. Yeah. And I, uh, well, it, it cost the the retailer, 
another $150 in sales. Yeah. Because I was going to buy an air fryer so that I could make a healthy, healthy dose of chicken wings. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there is a shortage of chicken wings going on right now. Uh, these are not the dark ages. We're not cavemen. What is this, a third world country? So. This is America, damn it. Ken Barrow stepped up and said, Barrow's Pizza will give you guys some gift cards so people can get some chicken wings at Barrow's restaurants. So we present to you Wings and Wings. Yeah, because who doesn't need a little dinner music provided by Sir Paul McCartney and his notable band Wings yes. when consuming chicken wings? Wings. Yeah. So $25 gift card right now and a Wings CD will be yours if you're calling number 7 at 480-470-KSLX. It's Mark and Neanderthal's Wings and Wings. This shortage of chicken is really, it's, it's very bizarre. It's, one of the main causes was heavy winter storms. They had, a, they had to shut down production in some ways. The pandemic, obviously, and yeah. shipping ties into it. But you know, the problem with chicken wings is you've got two wings, which is actually, you know, like if you're ordering wings, it's actually four pieces. Because you yeah, got, your, got the drumette and then the, and then the flat. Yeah, the, the wingette or the flat yeah. is, is that part. And then the drumette's the one with the more meat. Of course, you got the wing tip also, but that's also a shoe. So that's not important right now. Yes, exactly. And but that's not really what – that wouldn't qualify as a wing. No, because you only you really only eat the tip of that, like the crunchy yeah. tip of that, just, just for something crunchy so in when, your mouth. But. When you eat a chicken wing, you're actually eating half a wing, whether, uh, whether it be the wingette or the drumette. Depending on how you make it because, yeah. you know, they do sell yeah, chicken wings in a whole – they do keep yep. in a whole segment. Um, but when it's all said and done, you really only get two per chicken. So let's talk about – the wing per chicken ratio. Yeah. If, if you're going to a place and ordering wings and you want a dozen, you need at least three chickens. Yeah. So that's the problem. Whereas you can get two breasts out of one chicken. Technically, anatomically, it's one breast. But they split it, so it counts as two. Yes. So you can get two per chicken as opposed to only, you know, two, two full servings, two full portions yeah. per chicken as opposed to one third of a portion from, uh, from wings. It might have been why we ate... Um, leg quarters when I was a kid because you would, we would buy the bag of leg quarters where it'd be a bunch of leg quarters because it was they were cheap because it's dark meat and the dark meat is cheaper than than the white meat. Yeah, I've never been been crazy about the dark. Oh, meat. love me some dark meat, man, especially chicken thighs. I don't like the chicken, chicken thighs. Oh, the so, chicken you know, thighs. My, my wife will do that occasionally and sort of dress them up in a way that will 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 you know hide it enough for me that I like it. But no, the I'm chicken, not, not chicken a huge thighs fan. are yeah. are the truth right there. If you're if you're a fan of the chicken, yeah. I, I'm, I'm the dark meat versus white meat. The problem with chicken breast is you got a small window. If you undercook it, it's pink. You know, it gets it's very moist, but it's pink and it's bad for you. And if you overcook it, it's white and chalky, <laughs> and it just disintegrates and stuff like that. It's not and like undercooked is worse in my. Well, mind. yes. Well, it's not yeah. good for you. It's, it's bad nasty. for your stomach, and you yeah. get bacteria and stuff like that. Squiggly. Yeah, Guido. <laughs> I'm just laughing. I, I'm. I totally agree. Chicken thighs are the way to go. We've stopped buying chicken breasts completely. Really? Ashley does not like chicken breasts. Like we, it's it's just it takes too long. the The ones that we liked were too large. the The chicken breasts would take way too long, too long to, cook. to cook. Yeah, I and, get that. And you can't overcook chicken thighs. They just 
taste delicious. <laughs> well, that's because they're greasy AF. Yeah, well, they're as greasy as greasy can fat be. In there, that's that's yeah. good for you. Yeah, that's the I, good stuff. I love I love chicken thighs. I'll do chicken thighs. I'll cook up a bunch of. I'll just bake them, bake up chicken thighs, then toss those in buffalo wing sauce when I can't get chicken wings, which is what I'm going to have to do this weekend because I went to buy myself an air fryer at a big box store, and they also have food there at that big box store. Yeah, they didn't have any frozen chicken wings. No, I, need, no I, reason I was, for the air fryer. I was SOL. Cost yeah. them another hundred and fifty bucks in sales is what that yeah. did. So the chicken wing shortage is hurting everybody. Yes. The, the chicken shortage is hurting everybody. The struggle is real. The struggle is very real in this situation. And thanks to Borrow's Pizza for helping us out, trying to end this wing shortage this week with wings and wings. Hey, cool. Right on, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. Sure they're illegal. With a free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to.